Hey, it's time. We now have reached episode 12 of Just Me with R.R. Campbell. We are back to it being a Just Me this week as opposed to a Just We. Thank you to everyone for all of your support for last week's episode. It seems like you all really enjoyed having Lacey on the show. We did get some feedback from people like Janet by email who wrote that I should consider having guests on in the future. I would love to maybe do that as a monthly thing. I think what I'd like to do though is make sure that if we're going to be bringing guests on, we of course do it uh, in a very deliberate way. And also I'd like to make sure that we are doing it face-to-face because I don't want this to become a less personal feeling sort of thing where we do the remote interviews. Those are great. They work all the time for the RightsCast Network podcasts, as I know many of you know. But when things get back to normal and we have eliminated or diminished social distancing, we will see what we do about that. But thank you for that feedback, Janet. And thank you to all of you who left comments on YouTube, etc. That was really heartening. I don't know if you can say heartening. If you can say disheartening, presumably you can say heartening also. But I will say that it was Heartening to see all of that support, and Lacey, I know, had a really great time. I also want to start off by thanking everyone who came to last night's YouTube live session. We tried it on Instagram also. Instagram didn't work so great, but we were on YouTube. We had a chance to paint, by which I mean I had a chance to paint because you all decided that was what you wanted to watch me do, even if maybe I did want to make music a little bit more. But I'm really happy with what we turned out, uh, what we ended up with here. For those of you who could not see the painting live, this is what we landed with. If you're listening to the audio-only version, you'll have to head to YouTube and see what we have here. But this is what we ended up calling Trogdor the Conversationalist, as opposed to Trogdor the Burninator. It is a Cubist take on the old Homestar Runner comic uh, character. And uh, I don't know. I like it. I will say that if you were in the live stream event last night, I mentioned, hey, I think I'm going to get this framed and throw it up on the wall over my shoulder. Rest assured, I have ordered the frame. It's coming. So keep an eye out. I don't know if I'm going to get the frame in time for next week's episode, but when it does get delivered, I'll be sure to get it up on the wall. And you can, we'll always have a little bit of Trogdor the Conversationalist with us, won't we? And that'll be so nice. So thank you everyone for all of that. Really appreciate that engagement. We, of course, today also have to make sure that we talk about relatability corner, right? Relatability corner. We're not talking about skeletons this week. No, we'll set those aside because this week I asked folks on Twitter to complete the following sentence instead. Ahem. Since the quarantines began, I am showering blank. I did before. And the options were, I am showering more than I did before, less than I did before, or as often as I did before. And the results came in. It was a one-day poll because I came up with the prompt for this a little later than normal, so we didn't have as big of a window, but we had quite a few responses to this one, so thank you everyone for casting your votes. But I was shocked to see that even with three choices available, that it was a pretty lopsided split. And most of you are reporting, you're allegedly, you are showering as often as you did before the quarantines got started. Now, I am not one to say that anyone is a liar. I'm not anyone to uh, 
jump out there and try to speak for your experience. And the reason that I asked this question is because I suspected that my experience was going to be a little different than most people. In fact, I kind of go out of my way to pick things for Relatability Corner that will create a juxtaposition and give us an opportunity for more conversation about this, right? So where do I fall? Am I showering more, less, about the same? Oddly enough, I might be showering more. And further to that, showering more than before only got 8.7% of the vote compared to 60.9% of people who said they were showering as often as they were before. Now, why? Why is it that I and 8.7% of those polled are showering more than they were before? Well, in my case, I can say that it is because since I'm no longer playing soccer a couple of times a week, I don't have those convenient moments in there where I'm certainly showering right after I play soccer. Instead, I have to kind of think, okay, all right, did I shower? Did I shower yesterday? Was that two days ago? When was it? How much time am I going to spend thinking about this before I decide to, you know, just shower? But also to that point, I was surprised that people weren't showering more because it's a nice way to, I don't know, give yourself a moment of peace, I guess. And maybe that's just not what other people use for that. And I can totally understand the people who said they're showering less because it's hard to get motivated to do stuff, right? So a little bit all over the board on this one. But I think the takeaway that I want here is, hey, if you're showering or doing anything as often as you were before the quarantines began, fantastic. That's great. Way to keep it up. I hope that this is something that you're continuing to do because it helps you feel good and you're not doing it out of a sense of obligation and a way that's causing harm to your psyche or your well-being. I hope that you're able to just do it because you're feeling good about it. But if you're doing it more and it's helping you get by, great. If you're not doing it as often, let's be honest, unless you're one of the folks out there who is working on the front lines, and we very much appreciate that, you're probably hanging out at home in your sweatpants with your cats. And uh, this video doesn't show you what I'm wearing for pants. It could be pajama pants for all we know. It's not. I put on jeans every day. I still at least make that much effort. So, you know, whatever works for you, that's what we want. And that's what we have for this relatability corner for this last week. At the moment, I must say that I have yet to come up with a new prompt for Relatability Corner. So until I come up with something either while we're going through this pretty off-the-cuff episode today, even more than normal, if I can't come up with something by the time this episode is over, rest assured I will ask you a question on Twitter, I will ask you a question on Facebook, and... You can let me know how you feel about it there. Just keep an eye out for that if you follow me on social media, and we'll see what we get for next week. And please, you're always welcome to email me about these a week after we've talked about them in the episode. I'm open to that. I'll give you that shout out at the top of the episode, and we can introduce it. But just thanks. Thanks for being along with me for this week's Relatability Corner. All right. It's time. It's time for the bulk of today's conversation, right? I wore today for this episode my Rightscast Network t-shirt. If you're listening to the pod if you're listening to the podcast version of this, you can't see that, so now you know. If you're listening to the video version, you're looking at this and saying, okay, cool, this feels like a clever way to do some cross-promotion, right? Well, sure. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. But also the reason that I wanted to wear this today is because the Rightscast Network has been on my mind a lot lately. 
And that's been both good, but it's also been challenging, right? This year, I have been really fortunate to see this podcast network grow by, I mean, more than a thousand percent in total downloads over the course of the year. It's been really, it's really been something. And this started all the way back in January, late December, actually. I don't really know what happened. It was like someone pushed a button and suddenly, poof, there we were. But this growth has been really great to see. It is really nice to be in a position to be getting author interviews out into the world. It's been really great to be sharing conversations on craft and getting book analyses in the ears and minds of writers and to know that the engagement is up has been really rewarding. But like I said, this has proven to be quite the challenge as well, right? Because with the network's growth, I am suddenly finding myself having to view how I approach those projects and those that are related to the network in a very different way. Because now that I know there are more ears tuning in, now that I know there are more eyes on all of the content that we are creating, I've had to pivot away from the past model, which was driven by and large by things that were interesting to me, things I wanted to learn more about, and start thinking more than ever before about what it is that listeners might want to get out of all of this. And that has, of course, as one might expect, continued to fuel the growth because in being more responsive to listeners, more listeners or like-minded listeners are going to start tuning in. Cool, right? It seems like maybe I should not complain about it. And I'm certainly not going to, but what I am going to say is that as a result of this growth, I have found myself struggling to keep up with it. And this ties in maybe to something that we've talked about two episodes ago where I was trying to decide, well, what projects can I keep around? What is it that I can continue to create and feel good about and also know that it's adding value to people's lives? But also, when is it okay to ask for help? And I've reached a critical juncture with the RightsCast Network where a couple of weeks ago, for the first time, I really had to reach out to some people and see if they'd be willing to come on board with the podcast network and really help me grow it in the way that I know it can only grow if it's more than just me behind the scenes running social media and the website and booking guests and conducting all of these interviews and the list goes on, right? I can easily spend 10 to 15 hours of production time per episode. And since we've now moved to four episodes per month, thanks to the growth of the network and thanks to contributions from people over on Patreon, that's a lot of time every week on average to be spending on this project, on this network and on this investment in community. All of which leads me to this painting that we did on, oh, say, what was that? Tuesday night, excuse me, Monday night. I'm recording this on Tuesday, don't worry about it. When we were making this painting, there reached a critical moment when we were looking at it and saying, okay, what can we do to improve this painting? And is it in fact through addition that we're going to improve it? Or have we reached a point where we need to be comfortable with what is here and know that it is time to be done? Pause for dramatic effect. Reading the stage directions out loud. Of course there are no stage directions. I don't have a script for this. That would go against the whole, the whole ethos of what we have going on here. But what I'm trying to do is say this. When I pause for dramatic effect there, I worry that there are those of you tuning in who might be going, oh God, is this it? 
Is he about to end the RightsCast Network? I listen to the RightsCast Network every week. I tune into Novel Approaches and the R.R. Campbell RightsCast, and I listen to Biblio Breakdown when he does those, even though he doesn't do those episodes all that often. But rest assured, everyone, I'm not dissolving the RightsCast Network, but I can't pretend I haven't thought about it lately. Now, that could also be worrisome for people because, well, that's the first step in starting to make a plan to wind things down and to step away and to completely take away this platform from guests and from listeners and even from myself. But after having reached out to the people that I reached out to and really put myself out there and asking for that support, I was not surprised but, um, you know, it, it added an additional challenge in knowing that those individuals were simply not in a position to take on additional work right now. And I get it. Even with my ability to offer them some amount of compensation for their participation, for their coming on as possible full-time hosts, sometimes that just, people got too much going on. Trust me, I get it. But when I suffered those setbacks, I went full throttle and I immediately started to worry about the future of it completely. And like with our painting, or perhaps unlike with our painting, I should say, with a painting, there reaches a point where, well, there's only so much canvas available to me. At some point, you've filled it, right? Well, with something like a podcast network, it goes on and on because it fills up spots on the calendar as opposed to canvas. And time, it turns out, does not stop. And so I, I seriously started looking at the calendar and I started thinking to myself, okay, I see there are some outs here. Maybe 2020 is it. Maybe early 2021 is it. I start letting people know we're going to be winding it down and I figure out, okay, what am I going to do for episode 100 of the R.R. Campbell Writes cast? Maybe that's the last hurrah. But I couldn't bring myself to embrace that. And I know that it is hard to let go of the things that we love. And maybe that's part of what's keeping me from making a final decision about it one way or the other. But I think what I ultimately realized is that just like everything else in life, knowing when to walk away is yes, a valuable skill, but it doesn't need to be an all or nothing thing, right? In reaching out to other people for help and in trying to bring them on board and making myself vulnerable in that way and opening myself up to rejection I was already taking the first steps to trying to make sure that I found ways to work with what I had available, but when it didn't come through, I immediately was ready to jump off the ship. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. What I'm deciding to do instead is to reframe the work, because it is work, that goes into getting these podcasts to you every week. When I say these, I mean the RightsCast Network one specifically, right? I really go out of my way to make sure that I try to do justice by the guests that are on the program. And I think that that's really important that I continue to do that. I wanna make sure that there are, op there are ample opportunities for engagement from listeners and prospective listeners because I want their insight to be featured in the programs as well. But what I need to do is find ways to continue to do that and to work in that sort of paradigm within that framework while also making space for myself and for my own well-being and for what my schedule can accommodate. Because until I can find people to come in and help me full-time or part-time, really, it's, it's not that much of a full-time thing, full-time relative to the network, until I can find that, 
it's just gonna be hard for me to feel whole and happy about what it is I have going on for the RightsCast Network. But the good news is, and the lesson that I want us to focus on today is that, sure, it's important that we know when it's time to walk away. We talked about that a couple of episodes and it's something that'll probably come up on and off again over months and years if we continue with this program for that long. But the important thing here is knowing that it's also not an all or nothing proposition. So what I intend to do going forward here, and I've already got some thoughts crystallizing into how we are going to find ways to continue to keep the content coming and coming at a level that is what you've come to know from the RightsCast Network and what I hope you will come to know from this program if you haven't come to know it already. I'm gonna let that continue to crystallize and I'm gonna find ways to make this and to make the RightsCast Network a space that feels equitable for everyone in terms of the work that we can put into it as a community and the work that I know I'm available to put into it as a person. And the shape that that's going to take might prove challenging for some listeners. It might be tough to confront some of the format changes that I'm considering putting out there. But what I think growth thrusts upon us is the need to be flexible and the need to be understanding and the need to be empathetic. And from where I sit, as the founder of the RightsCast Network, I'm trying to really keep listeners in mind and find ways that I can work with your expectations and work within what I know I'm capable of to meet in the middle. And I hope that listeners are going to be willing to meet me in that space when it comes time to put these changes into effect. Because for me, to walk away from something that I've been building for four years and is really starting to gain traction only because it has grown and become bigger than me does not feel like the right time to put the paintbrush down if we're gonna fall back on our painting metaphor. It doesn't feel like that's the time for that. But it does feel like it's the time to maybe change brushes or to change the paint with which I am working. Because if I don't make that change, it's possible we're going to cover the canvas so thick with what we already have that we lose sight of the beauty that we once had in front of us. And that is the last thing that I want. So stay tuned. There's going to be more to come. But if you are finding yourself in the position that I'm finding myself with the RightsCast Network, whatever the project is, whatever the hobby is, whoever that person is in your life that may be taking more time and emotional energy and labor from you than you are able to expend right now. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can find ways to work within that framework, to work with that person, to work with that organization in such a way that it feels better for both you and for them, even if there is an adjustment period. But if it does reach a point where it feels like it's time to walk away, we have to be willing to make that decision as well. So again, RightsCast Network, not going anywhere for now, but do look forward to some changes on the horizon. We're gonna be excited about them. I'm already feeling much better about it now that I've had a few days of contemplation and yes, some tears along the way. I feel much better now. It's gonna be a few months, maybe not until 2021 when we see some of this happen, but it's coming and I promise you it's going to be, it's gonna be, that's what I will promise you. It will continue to be for now, so. Thank you everyone for tuning in for this episode of Just Me with R.R. Campbell. Really do appreciate you coming back week after week, tuning in, 
and listening to the silly bits that we get in Relatability Corner. And as we get more serious and contemplative in the back half of these conversations, I do hope they're able to walk away from these with some, I don't know, insight or knowledge or a new perspective. I find that as I'm speaking, a lot of the time, I'm learning something along the way as well. So thank you for coming out. Remember, if you'd like to show your support for this program, patreon.com slash just me with RR is the place to go. And uh, hey, we'll be back with another episode here on what'll it be May 20th, 21st, whatever the Thursday is that week. Keep your ears peeled, everyone. It'll be great to see you again on YouTube. And if you tune in on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts, please leave those ratings and reviews. And on YouTube, subscribe. Make sure you get the alert in your inbox when these go up on Thursdays. And that way, you'll never miss a thing. So until we connect again, one week from today, I want to thank you for tuning in and remind you to live unscripted, unedited, and unafraid.